Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, the referee's seen it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football <laughs> Ramble. Uh, I'm joined by James or Jim. Hello. Pete's here. Slamming. And Luke's here. Yo, all right. Um, I'm going to start with an email from Tom Place. He says, greetings, Ramble. Uh, despite all of the Nuge's efforts, it looks like Burnley could be going down this season. So my question is, who's your favourite great player in a rubbish team? Bit harsh on Burnley. Yeah, though. good, mm. good question. Though. But it's a good question, though. We're going to go yeah. for it. And very, very flattering to David Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Um, I'm going to mix things up a little. I want Pete to go first. Oh my days! Um, <laughs> were you listening, Pete? <laughs> who got? Who are you? <laughs> Why are you here? You lost. <laughs> you invited um, us. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for uh, a man whose uh, biography, uh, or one of his biographies, was okay. called uh, "One Man Team." Matthew Letizia. <laughs> was it actually? No, wait, wait, his biography, not his autobiography. No, yeah. that would be amazing if he's yeah. also biography. One Man Team. Yeah, that's what I'm calling my ramble autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matthew Letizia. He was just. I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously, uh, notable mentions to Ian Dowie, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got, you just got to go. Really. No, it depends what Southampton team you're talking about. I mean, you, you got Jason Dodd. You know Francis Benali, mm-hmm. Matt Francis Oakley, Benali. yeah, mm. all Chris Marsden, yeah, exactly. A bit later on, but yeah, all yeah. valid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a good one, Pete. No, let's go shout. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a Dean Winners Hall of Famer as well. No, well, yes. that's I mean, right, Luke. He he's is like his skills, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly <laughs> had some, didn't he? Yeah. He scored some goals. He he broke some hearts, and <laughs> um, now he's on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> didn't he? Uh, Letizia? That's what his biography says. <laughs> he's got an amazing penalty record. Something yeah. like I, I never missed one. I think. Yeah, it's like forty-five in forty-six or whatever. Something like that James or Jim You're next I am going to go for The bald eagle Attilio Lombardo At Palace At Palace yeah, Yes indeed um, Well he was an eagle also Well Yeah good That's what? why you signed for him Because they're the, the eagles Yeah that's Jones. why I said it <laughs> now, you, You've thrown me By reiterating my own point Wow Strength Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it's a good one He was yeah. one of the first Sort of Italian Sort of imports really wasn't He was he? yeah and was At exciting. Palace as well just, Where did that come from Padovano <laughs> joined Palace Remember him The Juventus striker Twilight Yep mm. Terrible time for you. Twilight well, Yeah around, no, he, he didn't do very well That was the time When there was Sort of a lot of um, <clears throat> Foreign players Winding down the careers Coming to yeah, the Premier League Yeah it was, a, it was the, Almost a Twilight we were, like, Do you remember When West Ham signed Paolo Futre And they were like Oh this is oh, going to yeah, be amazing yeah. And he, he played about Futre One 10. game And like yeah, his Futre. knee came off And Futre 10 God tell the story That's the only English You could speak wasn't it I, Have I not told this story before Tell it uh, again He um, he signed for West Ham And he got into the Into the dressing room And he He the only English he could speak was Fruit Tray 10 but obviously they had squad numbers Yeah. so they gave him like, the squad number like 21 or whatever and he sort of looked at it like it was like a 
someone just giving him like a plastic bag for the dog turd or something like no 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 full to their 10 <laughs> and then, apparently read that was like no no it's scored numbers and, so, and someone else is 10 so you have to have this one and you probably just started didn't say a word just started putting his suit back on <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I love it yeah. yeah it used to be a case didn't it players in their twilight would come here mm. we used to be like nazzle mm. a lot like nazzle. I love those days if I'm honest with you yeah, yeah they were good Mm. It was the days before the most exciting league the world has ever known. Mm. Of which we're all very grateful for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That we are in this golden generation yeah. of mm. football. Yeah. Actually, Lombardo was good as well, because it is nice to see a bald man be exceptionally good at mm. football. Yeah. And, he, and he didn't even bother getting rid of the side. No, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. that. Like Zidane and Lechkov. You know. T- take note, Joe Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Let it happen. Yeah. I remember a lovely goal Lombardo scored at Ellen Road when Palace won 2 0, I think. He was a long ball over the top, lovely chest down, and stroked it. Past Nigel Martin, it probably yeah, would, would have been. been. Yeah, they had a really nice kit as well <clears> that <throat> sort of time, didn't they? At Palace, with the old strings at the front. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that. Yeah. Luke, who are you going for? I'm going to go for the inimitable Robert Prozanek. I knew you were going to say Portsmouth, and they're in the old First Division, which is now the Championship. To our young younger listeners, that's right. And uh, Pompey still the old division two. Yeah, Pompey still <laughs> managed to finish about eighteenth, so, <laughs> even though they were probably one of the, still at that point one of the world's most creative <clears throat> midfielders. And, he, and it was like he would, he was a magician. I've probably spoken a bit too much about him on this podcast over the years. You're telling him to but get. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> you you're telling him to get into the demon. That's all. I've been lobbying. I've been lobbying. <laughs> I've been lobbying for a long time. But you know, he's, I think he got ten or eleven goals that season. He played for midfield. Real and Barca. I, th- yeah, I think well. he's the only player to score a hat trick for both. He's the only right. player okay. to play for represent two countries in the World Cup as well. Oh, really? Because of the breakup of the, of the former Yugoslavia. Mm. Yeah. Is he the only one? For, well, he was at the time. Uh, he made okay, it, okay. Uh, email in. Not yeah. you, you're sitting in. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> um, no, actually, Marcus, check your facts, email in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not talking to you anymore. Um, but yeah, Prozanecki. It's for the detriment of the show. Carry if, on. He, if he can get him a bit, on, bit of him up on Ramble Tube, he'd just keep the ball as long as he wanted. And then give it back, yeah. and then have a cigarette. Get tackled. He used to he, smoke, he smoked, didn't he? Didn't when you see him outside the ground? I saw him outside the ground having a cigarette once. Yeah, doesn't like Berbatov smoke? Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he shows it, yeah. really, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's mine, Prozanecki. Good he one. Shows. That's a very good one. I'm going to go for Claudio Canizia at Dundee. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did he go to Rangers after that? He did go to. It was a real shame he went to Rangers. It was lovely having Canizia playing for Dundee. Then he did well in Scotland. Actually, he did pretty well. I can't remember if Maradona went to watch him at Dundee or not. There was a rumour, obviously, that he yeah. was going to go there. and uh, I hope he did. I can't remember if he, if he did or not, though. Yeah. I can remember there was nothing more um, exciting than seeing um, Kinidia. Yep. As, uh, I can't remember which commentary it was, but saying um, something like, the most, the most, the most electrifying sight in, in world football. I think it was around sort of World Cup ninety. Kinidia yeah. in full flow. Oh yeah, running at defenders. Great hair. long hair. Yeah, oh, yeah. getting absolutely poleaxed by Cameroon, Cameroon defenders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Super. F- football's mm. shit now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thanks very much for listening. <laughs> uh, good night. That's all we got time for. <laughs> Before you go, um, uh, let me tell you that Luke Moore's getting the points. Oh. Otherwise, we'd never heard the Please end. Please use my surname. Otherwise, there might have been some confusion around the table. Mm. Luke, well, Luke who? <laughs> Don't be... Uh, chalk it up, you two. Don't be facetious. Why is he... Why is Marcus left out of chalk it up? He awards the points, doesn't matter. Uh, FA Cup semi-finals. Yes. Go on. I was at one of them. <laughs> I thought Federer was lucky. No, I was, I was there um, for the Portsmouth Spurs game, Marcus. You were, weren't you? Yeah, and I was very, very pleased with the results. I bet you were. 
I believe Lord Ramble was with you. He was, and he supports Spurs. <laughs> in the shadows. Was that, was that what end were you in? Yeah, it's great. What end were you um, in? We together. Right, right on the halfway line, just in, just in the Pompeian. But on the, Imagine those two. Yeah, I went, I went with him, yeah. I went with him. Um, he, um, yeah, he weren't that, he weren't that happy. So. You were giving him pelters <laughs> yeah. the whole game. He had a lovely day out, though. <laughs> <laughs> if you finish your chips, you're not getting a, you're not getting a tango until you finish your chips, yeah. Lord Ramble. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was, it was, I mean, the, the, to be fair, though, on a more serious note, the pitch was... was was it? it was awful. Why? Why, why not? It's, it's 2010. Oh, no, We've yeah. been playing it for a while. What's They've going on? They've relayed that pitch 11 times. What is wrong? I don't understand what is wrong. Surely somebody more intelligent and more in tune with grass than I am can figure it out. <laughs> but, I mean, could there be such a person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm half man, half turf. The pitch <laughs> is what it's for. The whole thing is yeah. based around. It's yeah. just ridiculous that they can't get it right. You look at the confectionery stands. They're yeah. well classed, Jim. I remember, um, <laughs> often in new stadiums, do they not have problems with the pitch? I remember when the Ajax, uh, is it the Amsterdam Arena, where Ajax now play, they had horrendous problems with their pitch. Yeah, but if you host, like, motor racing, well, yeah. NFL pitch all the time, yeah, <laughs> it's going to suffer. I, I, you know that the, the building of Wembley was just one massive... Yeah. It's the most up. expensive stadium ever built, isn't it? It is, yeah, but it was obviously massive, massively over time and over budget. It took a while. <laughs> but I've heard... I've got a little source who told me... That um, there was a lot of basic errors made in the build in that stadium. One of which was they used the wrong metal for the chairs for the seats to be bolted onto, and they used an electricity conducting metal. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if anyone had a heart attack and needed uh, the old what's it called, the old yeah, the uh, I think they're actually called that. Yeah, yeah. Um, people who didn't have the appropriate footwear would have been electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. the sort of basic errors they were making. It's only a rumour, wow. but uh, uh, that is what I heard. So don't don't have a heart attack. Is it, use a kajung machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it even grass? Is it not just a big cake? Yeah. It looks like that, though, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's worth pointing out, though, with the pitch is that people were slipping on it, obviously, but you don't get a full appreciation when you're watching it on television of how much the players were compensating for it in yeah. order to not slip do you know what I mean yes. so it was almost so after a couple of minutes they knew they were going to slip so they weren't making turns or runs that they would have made otherwise it was that bad it was terrible it oh. was a shame and then obviously Portsmouth's first goal was from a direct result of a slip from Michael Dawson he probably would have cleared the ball and mm. Pignon wouldn't have nipped in there and I, I do think that Spurs fans can feel a little bit hard done by I mean I think the penalty was a harsh one um, and they, their goal shouldn't have been disallowed yeah. up on the thought no, yeah. good to see Uncle Avi oh yeah Uncle yeah. Avi yeah, he deserves it like his hands to the to the to the gods got yeah yes! it's amazing it's, 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 it was a great day it was brilliant yeah. Portsmouth. and, and I, I do empathise with, with, with Spurs fans because you know Portsmouth are, are a support team who have been on the end of bad decisions in the past so I know what it's like mm. but Today <clears> that day was Pompey's day. <laughs> How do you reckon you'll fare in the final? Do we get hammered? <laughs> well, I mean, is, is the pitch that bad? Leave though? the pitch yeah, as yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Leave it as it is. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, pitch yeah. must stay. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, let's start a campaign now. <laughs> now. The pitch has to for Pompey to have a chance. The pitch has to stay as it is, and we'll need Alan Wiley to ref it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Yes, but having said um, that, the other semi-final, I think. Villa can probably feel a bit hard done by. I mean, the scoreline flattered Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. And, um, that was a, that was a surefire penalty in the first half. Martin O'Neill was furious with the tackle from and John Terry. Well, that yeah. was a, that was an absolutely appalling. He's tackle, not had a yeah. PR season, has he? Really, John <laughs> 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 Just, uh, damaging for poor James Milner. <laughs> what was interesting about the the penalty at half time? Ray Wilkins was interviewed, and. Um, he was asked if he thought it was a penalty and he said he thought it was mm. which is obviously surprising and, and good to see that he was being honest but I thought to myself that would really help referees if 
the, the point is not to, to sort of pillory referees and get on their back. The point is, that, I think, to get the decisions right and to get yeah, as many cool. decisions right as possible. Yeah. So, if a manager is given a penalty against him, which is a penalty, and I'm talking to you, Steve Bruce, right? Don't <laughs> He's not up, here. Don't pipe up after the game and say it wasn't a penalty when everyone can see it was. Yeah. Because you put more part, you yeah, put more yeah, pressure yeah, on the referee. Yeah. If you're honest after the game and support the referee when he makes the right decision, it will take less pressure off them. I, I know there decisions. are a lot of 50-50 cases, and managers will always be blinkered into saying. Oh, oh in that, that case, that's fine. Definitely not a penalty. Especially if they're under pressure. But I, I'd like them to sort of go. I'd like them to sort of sit down and not do press conferences till they've seen all yeah. of the sort of. Uh, yeah. paper sort of episodes yeah. in, in the match because they always say I'll have to take another look at it uh, but you know it didn't look yeah, like a penalty well fucking look at it before you but, that's, but that's, that's where yeah. that's where you, you, your media guys want them they want the reaction mm. yeah. they want it out of them they want to grab them as soon as they've come off the pitch and they're still charged emotionally but I just think and one of them, ask them all these silly questions one know. of the main things to get a referee in better will be uh, be honest if, if a referee's made the right decision in everyone else's opinion Don't be blinkered about it And say he hasn't Just because you're the manager Of the club That's had the bad decision Against them yeah, Be course. honest And you take the pressure Off the referee And he won't feel Under pressure To make the right decisions I'm, I'm not saying They're completely absolved Of blame I mean Howard Webb is, is had a poor Second half of the season As a referee in my opinion mm. and, and we all know that I'm not saying It'll make everything Go away But it will at least Give them a little bit More of a chance In my opinion Well and I, it, I think it's it just Another argument for technology Isn't it You will not argue With the robot referee <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would just be Utterly <laughs> futile The ref bot Like in Robot Wars The one that just yeah. goes Wheels back and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and players will think twice about crowding around a robot referee. Exactly. T one thousand referee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. or the one from Robocop. You have five seconds to comply. Ref two oh nine. Or the one yeah. from Ulysses. The yeah. red one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the one from the, the short short circuit. show Bertha. Short circuit. Bertha, you having that? Bertha. It's not a robot. Lovely it's a Bertha. Big box machine, isn't it? It's just a machine. It's a woman. Clues in the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think he's a dream. She Sometimes a dream. I think you're a dream. Yeah. Uh, it's all in the second person. Uh, Is this all been apart a from when they say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to talk about more semi-finals. Yeah, okay. let's bring some of the younger listeners back. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to Scotland, where for me the biggest upset of the season happened. Ross County beat Celtic two 0 That is a phenomenal. Result. Ross County, that the Scottish massive. first division. I think they're fourth. Two mm. nil. Mm. And, that, and well Sel- sorry, not going well for Lennon. That was well good value for it as well. The yeah. first goal is a beauty. He broke through the uh, the heart of the Celtic team and and coolly finished. Well, the Did, first uh, half, Scott Stephen Craig, I think it was. Well, I, I've not seen the goal, but from the reports I read, um, so I can't offer too much. But apparently, Ross County were well worth it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think they've got Dundee United in the final. I've never heard such a frank post-match interview than Neil Lennon's after the game. Oh, he did, well, it, it took a while for them to get that interview actually, because he was in the in the changing room giving it absolute pelters to the team. Mm. He was. Yeah, well, he said he said that you know we've got to be a. If I get a job full time, I'll be shipping a lot of players out. And they what did he say that? Yeah, he said all sorts of wow. stuff. Right. He said you can't hide from the fans. I can give them a lot of stuff that they want, <laughs> but I can't give them hunger and desire. They L- love themselves. Lennon loves that club. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. really does. He was a great player, Lennon as well. He was a good really player. Yeah. In the Premier League, United drew at Blackburn, oh. the home of uh, Joga Bonita. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit unfair game, uh, Blackburn Rovers had more shots on target than Man United But it was a horrible game all over though It was just awful 
I know, you know, they look leggy United yeah, they, they really do they, they look do. really blunt up front and mm. yeah without Rooney they didn't look like much I know it's a lazy thing to say but really did. Well, Arsenal still got to go to Ewood that's, yeah, that's a Park. hard game and they've got City coming as well Arsenal's sort of like easy running that's just a bit of a myth really I think. well Blackburn have got an amazing home record Ewood's an absolute fortress this season you know see Allardyce and Ferguson the day before like when Ferguson's racehorse won something and he was just absolutely delighted he was so delighted he actually talked to the BBC he did yeah he forgot oh yeah Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he yeah. was just giddy. It's like he wasn't really there. When Allardyce is grinning in the background, going, "Yeah, hey, look, I'm mates with Alex Ferguson." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so competitive. He's winning things in other sports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horses will never let me down like, <laughs> yeah. like Berbatov does. Imagine he probably brings his horse to training one day, like, and puts it in. That's just how I want you to run instead of a player that he's particularly <laughs> annoyed with. You know that um, um, on the Grand National thing, uh, Andrew Flintoff's got a horse called Flintoff. Nice. <laughs> a li- give a horse. A sensible name, I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to give them stupid names all the time, and fill fill them full of ketamine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> political. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> meow meow. Election next month. Good wins for Burnley and West Ham. Needed wins. Yeah, needed. <laughs> they weren't they? They were needed. They're very much. Great win for Burnley. Four yeah, one at home. Emphatic. You might mm. say. Yeah, I would. I agree with that. There's, yeah. there's talk of. Uh, the Ballad Newcastle yeah. really? oh, yeah. Dream stuff I tell you, it's, it's, it's been a long time Since I've been fantasising About who Newcastle United Are going to sign yeah. But can you imagine I oh. thought you looked aroused Bullard and Nolan In the middle Bullard and Nolan In the middle Not a moment's peace Of your players then <laughs> Yeah Newcastle are up Pete uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. As the uh, official spokesperson I've, for the Geordie race, <laughs> <laughs> Pete, absolutely, you, you've I'm, noticed. I'm going I'm <laughs> to use the word graffiti <laughs> of the Facebook fan page tonight. Uh, <laughs> four in the morning. I was very drunk. Yeah, I'll, I'll level with you. But um, yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's an active community, and I'm only happy to uh, to get, get amongst it. To drive a wedge. <laughs> you <laughs> and the internet love each other when you're drunk. Don't you? well, I get a little bit too twitchy. Twitty, like some people get punchy. <coughs> I get twitty. It's yeah. fine. I do Twitter. I loved it. Your one of your comments was just Robbie Lee, Robbie Lee running through the glen. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie Lee wasn't playing, was he? No, I, I <laughs> yeah. he, he was captaining England. Yeah. At the time. yeah, just marking back to the old days when yeah. he used to run through the glen. Um, Newcastle are undefeated <coughs> at St James this season. Aren't yeah, I think they're, 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 the, only, they're, the, only, they're the only one who, who's still got it. They're the yeah. only one who's still got their home record. It's, it's a Achievement. A lot of people have been really cynical about it, going, "Well, the money they spent before they went down, they should easily get up." But a lot of clubs just disappear no, into obscurity when they go down. It is really hard. It's a wonderful achievement. Been, it really they've is. They've been winning very ugly. There's been very few times where they've, but they've hammered teams at times. I mean, the, even well, Black, even Blackpool, Blackpool the, uh, uh, at the weekend. See, I fancy Blackpool to get something. They're in, they're in form at the moment. Mm. They're the yeah. form team going into the running. And, yeah. and Newcastle, you, you, it's, only, it's only natural to think, "Oh, well, they've been promoted now." I suppose they've still got the fact that they want to become I, champions. Yeah, I kind of wanted Forest to, to get in the playoffs. So I was quite happy that because Forest one as well and that kind of mm. leaves the door open for them yeah. for the but up, so. anyone who says I mean it's, it's completely disingenuous of fans of clubs to say oh Newcastle squad was expensively assembled and stuff I've, I've supported a team who struggled and struggled to get out of that division time and time again it's not as simple as that no. like James like you rightly say that teams don't only just not go back up again they sometimes go down again but yeah. if anything though it's, it's, so many examples it's, but if you've got bigger players 
they don't want to be playing in that league and mm. they're kind of thinking about moving away and they're not they're motivated you, you, you look at the players that we were, that we are playing there though you know people like Steve Harper people like Andy Carroll people yeah. like Arnold yeah. just coming back and stuff they're, mm. they're not they're not pricey players they were, they were through the youth system I was going to say you know, they've been there and, and, and we've bought we've bought quite sensibly I think yeah no, we've no got I agree with that. decent defenders and and, and stuff all right we've, we've still got jeunesse but um yeah. but yeah it's all it's all it's all good well done Newcastle well yeah. done Newcastle and West Brom let's not forget yeah West Brom not lot of Midlands team. Well, if, yeah. if, if, Hang on, a lot of Midlands team. Newcastle want a Midlands. In the Premier League next season. Though, okay. If, if Forest go up, it'll be another one, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's right. Mm. Midlands derbies all over the place. Do you think West Brom will be able to consolidate and actually stay up? Because they, they've Dimitar's been a yo-yo team for a long, long time. Yeah, but Demon Tower's a great manager. Demon Tower's a great manager. Untested in the Premier League, definitely, mm. so it could yeah, happen true. again. It's, uh, yeah, but right. I think West Brom sort of budget for that a little bit. They expect yeah. to go up and go down. I think that's a sensible thing for, uh, play, for, for clubs that aren't top ten. Top six. I think you've got I to give credit to with West Brom. It's not a club I'm massively familiar with, but you've got to give credit to their chairman. I think it's Jeremy yeah. Peace, isn't it? As soon as Gary Megson's chipping off, we'll see you later, then, pal. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not having it. Yeah, simple yeah. as that. They're He's, a very well-run club. Yeah, they yeah. are, and I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah, and I think that Di, Di Matteo will, will. Well, obviously, he's earned his right to manage in the Premier League, so we'll see. But I mm. think you know, if they can get a few signings, and they, they might, they might mm. have a chance. Look at the amount. Of, there's just so much shit in the bottom half of the Premier yeah. League. You yeah. got a chance. You really have now. Yeah. I think they still miss Cyril Regis personally. Yeah, well, <laughs> everyone does. Pete, do you think Ashley would still sell Newcastle? Because there was a lot of talk. That his plan was to get them up and then. No, he's not apparently. I don't think he's looking to sell. It really one way or other. It was just a big like if I can get rid of it and get rid of it. But if you're always going to get people to come, it's a, no, it's I, don't, I think he club. said, isn't he? Recently, he's not going to sell. I mean, last time he said he was. I want to use now, like. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think it's maybe? I'm ingratiated into y'all's community. I'm, I'm quite pleased. <laughs> to, I'm quite pleased to hear that there was no. There was talk of uh, an open top bus <laughs> procession um, through because echoing the the last time uh, Newcastle got promoted from the from the first uh, second division, it was like. Uh, yeah, they were going to be doing that, but then they, they they called it off, which I think is very. Do you remember when Sunderland tried to do that and Roy Keane yeah. just cancelled? Just wasn't having it. Wasn't <laughs> having it. It's not no, big enough for this club. Yeah, Maybe Ashley will have an open top buffet. Doesn't really. It'll <laughs> 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 yeah. just, just take his top off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. put it on. Yeah. <laughs> In the Champions League. There's no English clubs left. Oh, oh, oh. I ain't gonna watch the rest. <laughs> no. Does that mean? Well, you finished then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does that finished mean forever? <laughs> yeah. Does that mean though that the Champions League is now an awful competition and England uh, are doomed for? Now on it, in According to Richard Keyes It means the world Is going to end Okay The world is going to end No so it's fine Mourinho's still in it Oh yeah he is, yeah, he is, yeah That's a good point Actually Pete I think far too much Has been made over this what, Really What an amazing surprise Well You know I'd hate to Drop these bombshells Into this But uh, You know like see, The thing that annoys me Most about the entire thing Is everybody Who knows anything About f- football Really knows That this sort of thing These sort of things They move in cycles yeah, of It's course. just yeah. the nature Of the game mm. it's, it's just so It's unprofessional for, for these people To be saying Well does that signal You know The end of English dominance In the Champions League It might do for a bit But yeah. then it might Come back again In, in the future Because yeah. that's what's happened <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you should know this It's really yeah. basic are you, stuff Are you a betting man Joe? But the worst, <laughs> well, James, the worst thing about it is, to, just to follow on from what you said, is that they, they obviously, if you're talking about Sky, which we are mostly, yeah. that they're, they're stock in trade is the Premier League, so they want to sell the Premier League. But at the True. same time, they've got the rights for the Champions League. <laughs> Don't <laughs> write the Champions League over so it's boring now, because yeah. you've still got people to watch it. Well, if we if we look at the <laughs> if we look at the games, you know. Arsenal have been beaten by probably the best club in Europe. Yeah, which well, is probably the best club side that I can remember. <clears throat> right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, they won six trophies in the last calendar year. Yeah. Okay. Fact. No shame in to, that. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to back it up. Chelsea have been beaten by um, a decent Inter side who have consistently underperformed in the Champions League. Yeah. And now, and, and I think, you know, Mourinho's there. That's 
fair enough. Chelsea the were best also side with a couple of decisions. But not, yeah, every, not everyone well. agrees with this, and I've I've said it before, and so a few listeners couldn't agree, which is fine. But I think that Chelsea were tactically outmanoeuvred by yeah. Mourinho's Inter. So may not have lost to a good Bayern Munich side because well, they were poor in the first leg. Man United side. should be through. Well, they were poor in the first leg, and they played. They the were the poor in the first leg. Yeah. They made a. Uh, there was um, the, the second Bayern goal in the in the away leg in Germany shouldn't have gone in, no. yeah. and the sending off and all the rest of it. United yeah. should be through. Incredible goal from Robin again. <coughs> oh yeah, almost it's worthy of winning. It's, the it's worth pointing out actually that Bayern Munich are kind of doing a Liverpool when they won it. And yeah, you look at it from a German point of view. Yeah. they were written off when like sort of when they were three 0 down. And, and the, the, in in Germany, the, the result has been held as a sort of miracle. Yeah. They're, well, they're Bayern Munich's really record well. against United is excellent. Yeah, it is excellent. And, I mean. It's ridiculous to say that it's oh, it, it might lose its glamour or its charm yeah. if Engli- English clubs are going out. Look at the drama in that game. Yeah. That is what the Champions League is about. It yeah. should be that tight. It should. Be. Yeah, of course. They they went through by losing the game. You know, it's the whole. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And, and it's, it's it's a decent lineup as well. Is it? Well, you've got a team from Inter v Barca's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Bayern versus Leon. That's, that's great. It's great to see Leon there. Yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. they've performed well in the Champions League and they've just. It's always that little bit of extra quality they've well, maybe lacked. It's a, it's a bit of interest. fortunate there. to have uh, Bordeaux in one of the rounds because Bordeaux got they, players they, No, 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 but it's game. a club they they play against. Yeah, they, they, they play well, but they knocked out Real Madrid for crying but out. But there's out. similarities between Lyon and Inter because they both dominate traditionally. I know they're not doing it this season, but they traditionally dominate their home yeah. their home league, mm. and they don't really make that extra step. But now they sort of are doing that this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, even Wenger said yeah, Wenger was very magnanimous when they lost to Barcelona. You know, he's, well, how, well, he couldn't be anything. There's nothing they can do. You know, Paul Murphy surprised and he said something ridiculous at the weekend and he said um, that when Arsenal were winding up on the, at the new Camp when um, <coughs> I forget I had the ball but he had a chance to put it right to Theo Walcott but he actually went left and the move broke down it was Nursery. when they were up yeah it might have been, might have been. and Merson said if he goes right there and puts Walker in, that's two 0 and Barcelona are dead and buried. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just like <clears throat> a wounded animal, wasn't it? When the, when the first one <clears throat> went in for Arsenal, it was just like yeah. it was like we're going to see them play now. They're yeah. going to come out and just they scored straight away. Yeah. But you see that coming. That was the best thing or the worst thing. Lionel Messi is like a biblical plague. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's coming. You know it's coming. You know it's going to be absolutely <laughs> devastating, and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. But it's, well. it takes something that the fact that. Uh, however good Messi can ever be for Barcelona, he still doesn't. He still um, doesn't dwarf the rest of his team. Players like Xavi, play, you know, just, yeah. just uh, well, in the first game, yeah. it was just has been phenomenal. Ph- he was phenomenal when we saw them when we saw them against uh, Inter. Yeah. Against Inter. That'll uh, be the, in, the gr- in the group stage. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that, that not to get too sort of beardy about tactics and stuff. I uh, know we've got to move on, but is is that. They say, oh yeah, well you know, look how much Barca press, and if you just try and press them back, and you do what they do, and you work hard, Xavi and I know Iniesta's not played as much recently, but Xavi and Iniesta never look hurried in the ball. No, never. He's a, well, they, he's a class they above. Do, they let the ball do the work. Absolutely. Uh, Matt Lawton at the Daily Mail should be absolutely ashamed of himself for that um, famous article he wrote. Oh, what the best players in the world and, and Xavi? What Idiot. a moronic, uneducated, ill-informed opinion to say. Yeah. Just, you just make yourself look stupid doing. Well, yeah, and I'm pleased to statements I think, like that. I think I think that the more people that circle that um, sort of article around, the better. Really. Well, on the subject of Arsenal, um, uh, Barcelona, uh, Carlos Vela um, was left out of the 18-man squad. Now, bear in mind, Arsenal had a few injuries yeah. Yeah. Uh, as well. He was left out. Um, because Wenger said it was for competition for places. Now, I know Vela's not featured massively, but you'd think he would get in the. The first eighteen, especially with a few injuries. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, Wenger said it was oh, because of competition for places. Um, but uh, when uh, Mexican television uh, at a press conference um, in the new camp, 
asked Vela's agent, Eduardo Hernandez. He said that the reason why Vela didn't play is that he couldn't find his passport. See, as an Arsenal fan, that really annoys me. Because yeah, if he had been there, we'd have definitely won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Yeah, um, if anything, there should be a replay. <laughs> Someone yeah. get Sheffield United's uh, phone, lawyer yeah. on the phone. Well, the Irish Football Association might be. Um, T- tidy your room, Hernandez. Yeah. Tidy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a remarkable one. We're talking about a top four club. Yeah. Um, I've also got to mention, sorry, that uh, Frank Ribery turned 27 recently. Um, and to celebrate his birthday, Bayern Munich gave um, Big Frank a, a gift. Hmm. Um, do you know what they gave him? Bear in mind, he's one of their best players. He's a great player. Courage clock. <laughs> Countdown character. Yeah, it's a picture of a Spitfire. No, uh, it, uh, they gave him a pen. And Mont Blanc. Yeah, well, when Chief Executive Karl Heinz Rubenegger um, was asked, why did you uh, give him that? He said, oh, we hope he's going to use it to sign his new contract. Mm. Yeah. Is that an attempt at humour? <laughs> I think Ribery's like, well, it. I wasn't going to sign it, but now you bought me a pen. <laughs> yeah. I feel obliged. <laughs> if, if it's incredibly convenient for me in this exact moment in time. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon they wrapped the present up in his contract yeah. <laughs> as the wrapping paper went, oh well your contract's there mate. you might as well sign it yeah. or do the old chestnut fold the paper back and get a little kid to ask him for his autograph yeah. ah. <laughs> we've all been there then Pete write the contract yeah. around it yeah. the Harry Redknapp school yeah. of thought on that, I'd imagine that's how the ramble signed Pete <laughs> we signed yeah. him up um well, let's move on to Europe's premier competition the Europa League <laughs> yeah. uh, Liverpool and Fulham Representing Avoided each other as well Which is great Yeah Yeah because I want to see All England football (laughs) Competitions and Do you Games You must love the FA Cup Obviously clearly the Europa League's where it's at now Isn't it Yeah exactly Well of course it is Um, Liverpool knocked out my tip Benfica Yeah So sorry to everyone Who put money on them Um, Fulham I did as well Uh, (laughs) 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 Betaway.com Pluggerific (laughs) Fulham beat the German champions Yeah Twice Twice. A cracking goal as well Yeah Talking of one-man teams, yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on. Honduras is Bobby Zamora, Damien Duff, and Boy. Surely, oh, yeah, exactly, boy, boy, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Damien Duff, I Danny Murphy, worry, and I disagree with you. I just worry about Zamora burning out with his twenty million games he's played this season. Yeah, <laughs> well, he has played a lot actually. Speaking of Danny Murphy, um, it's funny, interesting. So I, I never had him sort of pinned as a sort of player, but when I to, to, sorry to name you When we went to um, the uh, Went to Villa Park For that day once There's a lot of managers there And they had a press conference Yeah And um, That was a launch for championship manager Yeah Alan Kerbishley was asked About how difficult it was I can't remember what the question was It's like a generic management question And he said um, he, For no reason He just put, he just dropped in Oh yeah Well I had players like Danny Murphy Who on the day When they fancied it were brilliant But they'd go missing for you They'd let you down <laughs> and I thought to myself, I don't, remember, I don't think of Danny Murphy as that sort of player. No, I, I don't. Know. Maybe yeah. some Liverpool fans or Fulham fans do. Well, right? Yeah, I'm sure Kerbishley knows what he's talking about. Oh, right? I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, but I just, it just sort of struck me as a bit odd. Yeah. But anyway, please continue. Yeah, well, uh, it was Fulham were just like towards the end of the game in the second leg away in Germany. Fulham were bossing them. Mm. Like, I, there was one real big let off for Fulham actually, but apart from that, Fulham should have won two or three nil yeah. at Wolfsburg. Yeah. Crying out loud, just solid, aren't they? It's brilliant. Damien Duff's been brilliant as well. Yeah. Teams find it so hard to break. Fulham them down yeah. like, Wolfsburg you, not only mate it's worth I'll give him even more credit because it's worth mentioning um, Graffita and Eden Dzeko last season were the most prolific strike partnership in Europe right and they, and they, and they at home they couldn't score against Fulham you yeah. know, so I know it's, it, uh, the, the one thing that Fulham 
can do as well as be solid and all the rest of it is they can keep the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was talking about this the other day when Middlesbrough got to the UEFA Cup final. It was a bit of um, they would be down and they would sort of crash bang wallop them in the last sort of oh, yeah, ten minutes. McLaren would just put all the strikers yeah. on in the hope it would work, and he did it in the final, and they just got stumbled out. Well, they were they playing Sevilla in the final. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got no. Well done, so. them. I think it's amazing. If they if they could win that, they've never been beyond the third round of a European competition. Imagine if before, they, they beat Liverpool in the final. Hmm. That that could happen. Eminent, well, they've, they've eminently got to, do- doable. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, they've they've, they've, they've yeah. got to get there. And of course, um, Liverpool are playing uh, Atletico Madrid. Mm. So uh, and Forlan against. Did you see? Yeah. Well, Torres is old club as well. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Did you see uh, Hugh Grant was in the stands? Of course, he didn't. Big foot, big Fulham fan. God. Apparently, lately, any, eh? apparently he was uh, um, As one article put it An occasional assistant groundsman At Craven Cottage What before Back he was famous? Day. Yeah Oh excellent well, Yeah you see So I'll just water the pitch Misimovic The playmaking for Wolfsburg said, yeah. Of course he's welcome at the game Talking about Hugh Grant yeah, yeah. But come the final whistle He won't have much to laugh about Oh. <laughs> Fighting talk Why is the fancy German lady Not going to be sitting next to him anymore He's going to yeah. chat up Yeah good point Thanks Forced Yeah <laughs> I'm just relevant. a man Looking at a pitch <laughs> <laughs> Something something I don't know any Hugh Grant courts Up no, yours That's probably a testament to you isn't it? <laughs> Yeah Zamora for England it's got to be mentioned. Luke, you're going to have to kill yourself on air. What if this happens? This well, is a promise you make. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a I'll do a poll for the method. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, listeners can vote. Um, but in fairness, Zamora's piped up this week and said that he might represent Honduras. Really? Because he's eligible. Yeah. He's eligible. It, it, someone said to him, he's. It's a brinkmanship from Zamora there, yeah. of course. So it's a risky card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, maybe I'll get off with that girl over there. <laughs> yeah. said. You've got ten minutes to yeah. decide, lady. <laughs> yeah. We've gone off Hugh Grant now, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Zamora was asked, would you like to play in the, at the World Cup? And he said, yeah, it'd be nice to play in the World Cup. Yeah, well, typical football kind yeah. of answer. Well, it sounds like he's been influenced by Roy, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I, God knows Roy sells him enough. I'll go, <laughs> as far as, I'll go as far as to say that Bobby Zamora could score a hat trick in every single game of the rest of the season. He still won't get picked. I don't think. I think it's. No, I, I think, think it's come. I think he's. Um, I think it's come too late for him because well, he's got he no. Or not, it's a different question. He's got I mean, no yeah. international experience, mm, yeah. and maybe if it, you know. He was playing. Uh, he played well last season, and uh, yeah. you know he'd played a few friendlies, or, or how even old just. He, how old is he now? I always forget. How, how old is he? Is he twenty-seven? Yeah, he'd be about that. Yeah, he's getting on. So I mean, not not an, he's out, not an outside chance for the for the Euros, maybe. Possibly, if, yeah. If, I mean, if he has a strong second season. If he has a strong strong next season. I, I, I mean, I know I've been wild, widely um, criticising him over over the over the season, but you know, in fairness, to put a bit of balance, you can't help it. your shape. It's fine. No, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do you mind? Do you mind the throw was poor? At, on yeah. Sunday he, mm. he, he, against against a makeshift centre back pairing, well, he couldn't get through. I think Defoe will go though. I think, oh, of course I, he will. Yeah, I think Darren Bent could nip in in front of Defoe. No, I don't. Think do, I can't minute. see him dropping. I think Darren whether, Bent whether piping he, up uh, on on the internet again about Stan Collymore criticising. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. What was it? I'm said? all for that, Joe. Yeah, same. <laughs> he, he, I like Darren Bent. He made some references to some things. That Stan Collingmore's done in his past that were bad that I'm not sure we can even talk about. Yeah. He's got a lot to choose from. Yeah, yeah exactly. Amazingly, yeah. he managed to fit that into 140 characters. <laughs> <laughs> he should get back to mm and mm and stop commenting on, on other professionals or something. Wh- wh- like whatever it was, it resulted in Stan Collingmore not doing Twitter anymore. Really? Like removing himself from Twitter. <laughs> oh, right. wow. Concentrate yeah. on his acting career. <laughs> yeah, he fancies <laughs> himself as an exchange bond or something. So. It's time for a Euro Roundup. 
Do I smell a new feature? Yeah. <laughs> is that a is new this, feature? Is it just about currency? It's no. going to be boring. Yeah. <laughs> we, all, <laughs> we always do this. Okay, right. I've just, just, just made it formal. It. I've batched it all together. You've been cut-in-ated it. Yeah. I have. You've been dating the lady for a while, and you've just changed your Facebook status to in a relationship. Mm. <laughs> How dare you. Um, it's a funny noise. <laughs> <laughs> Primera Liga. Yeah, El Clasico, El Gran Clasico. Oh, was it on? It was. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Um, uh, Barcelona, magnificent win in Madrid 2 0. Pep Guardiola is the first manager to uh, win El Clasico four times in a row. Correct. He is indeed, yeah. he is indeed. Xavi was the star of the season. Xavi was yeah. magnificent. We, we were saying, Luke, though, weren't we, the other day that. I don't know what you're going to say yet. Um, that's why he's saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm reminding you. Yeah, go on. Uh, that. Um, Often in these big games, well, always in the big games, people look at Messi, and I know that Ibrahimovic didn't play, um, but but he's often one that's looked at as well. Whereas so, uh, someone like Xavi, who's one of the best players in the world, he must love it. He's mm. just kind of sitting there going, "Well, I don't mind. I'll just yeah. uh, I'll he just run the show from here." Then. He must love it. And, no the, se- and the second Barcelona, yeah, in the second Barcelona goal. He had so much time on the ball. Yeah. So much time. It was almost as if he was like, oh, come on, someone make... And he looked at Pedro and he was like, look, just run. If yeah. you run, you really don't even <laughs> worry about where the ball... Because I will put it so perfectly. <laughs> you're, you just... All you've got yeah. to do is run. Yeah. You're doing and Andy Gray, yeah? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inside, inside the player's mind. Yeah. He says to his mate, here you go, son. Make something out of that. <laughs> and he thinks, did I leave the oven on? And then he passes the ball. It was a great goal. It was. It was a lovely goal. Lovely uh, finish. It was, it was a great Pedro's goal. Pedro's had a superb breakthrough season. Yeah. I think that's his 18th or his 19th goal. That's right. really, really well. Mm. Um... In Serie A, Roma are on, are on top. Yeah. Roma are top of it's, the league. It's happening, isn't it? That's it's right. Tinker wanted this. There's actually Tinkerman. a bloody <laughs> title race going on. I know. It'd be brilliant for Ranieri, wouldn't it? To, to, I, I bet he's sort of been harbouring some sort of scheme for revenge over Mourinho <laughs> in some oh, yeah, convoluted yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, so, Well, um... Uh, Inter drew away at Fiorentina. Eto scored, didn't Eto'o they? Eto was amongst yeah. the goals there. Um, the... Uh, Milan just don't want it. No. It's weird, isn't it? A draw it? at home against Catania. Okay, well, D-Bex gone, they've gone to... Yeah, they don't, there's nothing to play for. Well, yeah. Nothing to play for apart from the league. Um, another little story, uh, quite a shocking one that came, in case anybody heard of this. Uh, there were the, the racist referee in Italy. Really? You wouldn't believe it, would you? <laughs> I'm pleased I'm sitting down for that surprising uh, announcement. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Italian Referees Association say the uh, official find for sending off a youth team player and calling him a Chinese piece of shit, uh, breaking my balls. They said he's an excellent referee. This was a one-off, and he feels rather sad well, about the whole thing. He is a decent referee, but he's just a massive racist. <laughs> Therefore, he can't do it. He can't be a referee anymore. <laughs> no one's saying it. Yeah, but I don't think you realise the, the referee in question feels rather sad about the whole you thing. Be, yeah. Hang on, this is a one-off. You're not, just, you're not racist once. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. It doesn't work Ch- right. Chinese piece of shit, unless he's referring to his whistle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a problematic statement in the extreme. Yeah. It was actually made in Taiwan. Seconded. Breaking my balls. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he like an Italian-American? God Breaking my balls. You cannot I do- kind of hope so, you know. <laughs> Don't uh, give him so any what's credit. He gonna, what's he going to get? Uh, he feels rather sad. I mean, yeah. really. What, because he's been he's caught just... being a racist? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Dear, oh dear. That's this week's big Ron Award. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to Bulgaria. Well, don't do that often. No. but we did... packs of wild dogs in Bulgaria, Are they? so let's be careful. Yeah. yeah. I was told um, in in. Uh, oh, I heard that. that's, that's the same in Portugal as well. Apparently, the dogs go out at night and they all go and hang out together. They, uh, they do in South. Am- true. They do yeah, in South really, America. Really weird. Yeah. In, like, in, in like Peru, it was in Greece as well. 
Is it? Yeah, they go, I'll go around the Parthenon, what, don't they? I'll what is this subculture? It's, 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 it's amazing. I was in Portugal last year, and um, the, I was staying with um, like family from of my girlfriend, and I said that in a really weird way. But and they, they've got this, <laughs> this amazing. She doesn't have a fat. Well, this amazing <laughs> dog, and at night it would just sort of jump over the wall, and it would just go off and meet its mates, and you yeah. could hear them all just barking yeah. and just playing and just yeah. being mates. It's the same in dogs have social lives. It's, it's the same brilliant. in Peru, Bolivia. It's, it's incredible. If, if anything, they're mothered in England too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't not allow that. I heard that in Romania the dogs um, got rid of the rat problem. Really? Can we talk about something else? No. no. Can we stay on dogs? In, in, Greece, <laughs> in Greece they have all the cats when the tourists are around and then they kill them. Like, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they kill them off, off season. There's a lot of cruelty to cats in Greece. So that's, that I can confirm that. Because I've hit a few in Greece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the culture. Yeah. Slap, slap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do they still push donkeys out of clock towers in Spain? Does anyone know where they started? Yeah. I was unaware of the whole situation. Yeah. Are they still going to slaughter that uh, donkey at the start of the South African uh, World no, Cup? No, it's a cow, isn't it? Was it a cow? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. Um, Bulgaria. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we recently had an email. Yeah, they, they got packs of wild dogs there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny well, you say that. <laughs> uh, th- we had an email recently, which we read out on the show, telling us um, of terrible tales from Bulgarian football. Do you remember? It was CSK. That's right. It was some awful. A bit of a mess. Don't it? know where to start. Oh, yeah, so yeah, it was like a crazy two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, something positive has come from Bulgarian football, um, and uh, this was in the Observer, where uh, the uh, the president of the Bulgarian team, Slavia Sofia, uh, Ventislav Stefanov, um, he ran on the pitch. During, I think it was a reserves match, uh, because one of the players um, was unconscious and he swallowed his tongue after a rough challenge, which of course can be fatal, you know. Yeah. Mm. And the referee kind of just waved to play on, and so he ran on. It effectively saved this this man's life. Was it Howard Webb? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what referee? Um, <laughs> he said, "I had, I, I saw our lad collapsing, and I needed no permission from the match officials to to rush onto the pitch and help him." That's, that's bloody hard fishing a tongue out of a throat, apparently. Oh yeah. The, the, the physio, um, he has like a kind of like a tongue brace sort of thing oh, right. in his in his thing. Oh, just in, in case. Bag, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but so he it, saved his life, did he? Yeah, Stefanov also said, but uh, I would do the same for anyone, not just yeah. uh, a Slavia player. But he saved his life. Saved his mm. life. Otherwise, so. that just sounds like oh, well, something good's happened. A kiss swallowed his tongue. Yeah, no, no, he saved his life. <laughs> saved his life. Good, well good done. on him. Um, now we're going to go outside of Europe uh, briefly to Peru, okay? Which of course is in South America. They eat guinea pig in Peru. Uh, more Ecuador, actually. <laughs> is it Ecuador? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I do apologise. That's Does fine. Have them on sticks. It seems like the sort of thing you don't. It's stick. kind of like a uh, like a kebab. Yeah. Have you seen? Him? Is it? Nice. Yeah. Um, I'd give it a go. I would. I'd give it a go. I don't know. If I'd like it. I'd give yeah, it a go. Yeah. yeah. Well, All right. Well, let's not compile a list of things Luke would eat. Yes. Yeah. We'd be here. <laughs> good one. Very good one. Good one. Uh, this is from the Observer. Uh, the Peruvian striker Roberto Silva. Um, he says that he thinks there may be. Gays in football. <laughs> what okay. a shock! Yeah, he's just some kind of de- some kind of detective. Yeah, <laughs> um, he said that uh, I have suspicions there are, there are some gays in football. Was he whispering when he uh, said? Well, I can only is this like assume. A private conversation you've had with him. Well, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he is making out like he's sort of you know. Well, no, it does seem yeah. like gather round. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, I wonder if he called a press conference just to say this. Mm. He said uh, I have just, just some suspicions that there are some gays in football. Sometimes. You can't help but wonder about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're on the training pitch at night. (laughs) You hear a rumbling in the bushes. What else did you say? What else did he say? He said, said, I am not gay, but if I was, or if I was a woman, which is similar. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I would do David Beckham, but that's just my individual opinion. He sold himself into a corner. The best, really, yes. the best thing is, Marcus, that, that, that that's not exactly what he said. He didn't say I am not gay. He yeah. said I am not a gay, which, oh, is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. which is more humorous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. But I love the idea that being a no, gay no. man and being a woman are similar. Yeah, they both They're like just... Sex in the City. <laughs> I just love that. It, it, who asked? Why did he come out with this? He's not even been prompted. He's just I know. Up, I just talked to a corner. Maybe like, he intended to come out and yeah. then just sort of backtrack. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. God, I've got to say something. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, but I, I, you know, I mean, if I was one, I'd probably do David Becker. But I'm not, and that's just my opinion. <laughs> Shut up. I think he's been listening to the ramble because <laughs> pretty much every episode we managed to turn it around to how much we fancy David Beckham. Or By we, do you mean me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate your support. I think there is a Lukey Moore in football. Yeah. Yeah. I have my suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> what a contrast with the previous month. Emails! Ladies and gentlemen, it is emails. Luke, please go um, first. This is an email from Jimmy Morgan. Go on, Jim. It says, Ramble Force Ho! <laughs> another, another to add to the ever-growing collection of stupid things heard at football matches. I was sitting in the front row of the Liverpool versus Birmingham match at St Andrews last weekend oh, yeah. when an animated fan reacting to Fernando Torres' dispute of a referee's decision came out with... <laughs> Fuck off, Torres, you Italian twat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a basic error. Yeah. Oh, Torres is like the most Spanish-looking man in the world. Apart from Danny Guizzi. Yes, where he's from. <laughs> he goes on to say, Despite our lofty position, this season some of us are still stuck in the old Division 3 mentally. Barry <laughs> Davis for South Africa 2010. Definitely. All the best, Jimmy. Go on, Jimmy, Jimmy Morgan. Cheers, well Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Probably my favourite Jimmy on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, let's, uh, let's. You're my favourite one. Good, thank you, Mark. Also, Jimmy. Uh, go on, James. What James or on? Jimmy? <laughs> mm. Okay, Ramble Falls, who and all that. Yeah, oh! Luke's, Luke's uh, got involved. Oh! Enough. I wanted to open your eyes to football in the great country of Thailand. Imagine being a local boy kicking it around the park, impressing the scouts, and being offered a contract with Tobacco Monopoly FC. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, there is a club named as such in Thailand in the Thai Premier League, or even the glitz and glamour of Customs Department Fetchaburai in the Thai Division One. They're called and the Customs Department. Customs Department. <laughs> yeah, there we dance on the streets of Customs Department tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and the less that's notable inclusions of Thai Farmers Bank, Royal Thai Air Force, and Police United. Definitely Police. <laughs> <laughs> Thai Farmers Bank that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a unique bank isn't it with very few people yeah. in it very sort of specific would I be right in saying <laughs> Thailand has the greatest football club names ever yes Cheers, lads <laughs> Matt's Brisbane Australia yeah. um, actually something else hilarious happened in South East Asia have, have, have any of you seen that video uh, it's 11 professional footballers playing a game sounds fairly reasonable but yeah. they're playing against a group of, of, of children basically. oh there's loads of them yeah well there's a hundred of the children yes yeah. it's incredible yeah it's a good and game and it's weirdly coherent as well for yeah. they've obviously been instructed to keep the, the ball on the deck as they hit kids in the face yeah. and stuff. well the kids keep trying to hit them on the break and they actually do it quite well they've got hundred players I know but <laughs> there's some sort of strategy there you know they're not all just but bunching around the, the little brilliant. kid takes the, it's a pretty surprisingly decent, decent corner because yeah. he's, he's absolutely tiny but he managed to get it right in there just fill the box right under the back fill right the, the box attack minded children oh dear Luke and I were actually talking about these and Luke suddenly came out with I'd like to play football against the hundred pigs well, we were saying it would be interesting <laughs> if you did it with sort of just a hundred members of the public against like a proper team or just a hundred animals. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, with the hundred pigs or animals, you'd have to pigs. have a proper keeper. 
Yeah. Have I got that, that discipline? That, no. cat, that, that, that advert, <laughs> that, that beer advert where there's just loads of, like, loads of hundreds and hundreds of people playing football in the street. I, I hear any sort of sports-related um, beer adverts usually, mm. but that, that looks really satisfying. Oh, that's like yeah. mob just football, isn't it? Does anyone is. ever have dreams where you're playing a football game but it's in, like, a weird place? Yes. Yeah, and you can't Absolutely. kick the ball when you're right in front of goal. Well, that must be in real life. I mean, like, <laughs> in the, in, it's like, it'd be, it'd be a weird... You'd be playing against, like, other professional footballers or something. Yes. And, and... But it's in like a street or mm. or a, a sort of your garden or something, a shop, a supermarket or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or is it against a hundred pigs? <laughs> yeah. They've got no discipline, so no. you're probably all right. That's Animals. a good idea. That that yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, I like that. PT, hello. I've got an email <laughs> from uh, a man by the name of James Mitchell. Loads of Jameses today. today, and he's given the, he's given it a bit of a um, bit of a title. It says Rooney stole my Stella. Oh, okay. That was, this is from last week, is this it? Is, this is in reference to uh, Wayne Rooney nicking a bit of yeah, uh, alcohol that. and putting it in a, in a Be cup. a thief, Wayne Rooney. All right, Ramblers. Uh, loving your work. Always a lovely ramble. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take you back to your last podcast on the capture of Wayne Rooney stealing a sip of his mate's pint. Now, being from the blue half of Manchester, I wouldn't usually mind you ripping out of a red. I don't think you're ripping it out of him. We were no. enjoying the spectacle. Yeah. Uh, and long may that continue if that Muppet Rio carries on murking people. But hmm. I am sticking up for Rooney on this one. As I used to work at Old Trafford, I know that it is against the law for anyone to drink alcohol at the window of an executive box, ah. including the club's best player. So most people drink alcohol from the coffee cups. Strange but true. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Oh. Oh. See, that's interesting. You're not allowed to legally drink any beer the t- in the view of the pitch. Oh, okay. So yeah, at Wembley at uh, the weekend that we were stopped. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I was. I, I had Neckerhall at that Carlisle match. I had Neckerhall oh, beer in about five minutes. Well done, good info. Thanks for the follow up. Who's yeah. that from? James Mitchell. James Mitchell. James or Jim Mitchell. Good lad. Marcus. Hello. It's about that time of the show. Oh, yes, there it is, yeah. Responsibility yeah. is bestowed upon you to, mm-hmm. to dish out the now universally famous mm. Championship Manager goodie bag. And by the power uh, vested in me, I'm going to give it to James or Jim Mitchell. Yeah, well done. Okay. Lovely. Good stuff. Well done, James. So much way to you. In a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Hooray! <laughs> Come on, you miserable Hooray! Sons. Woo! Who is it? It's trusty Paul McGrath. Trusty oh. Paul McGrath. Long overdue, if you yeah. ask me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I, did, I didn't ask you. Um, <laughs> uh, he was born on the 4th of December, 1959. Seven and a half, eight years before the summer of love. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nonchalantly put. Hmm. Um... One of the best players ever to play for Ireland. Some say the best, mm, but I think that, yeah. you know, there's, there's certain others. That, On his yeah, day. That make, okay. Absolutely solid. Unimpeachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, an extraordinary career the man had. Um, a lot of controversy and personal tragedy, sadly, in there. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, but Which made his uh, playing career all the more remarkable. Yeah. yeah you know, that overcome a lot. Very much so. I mean, he was up against it from the start. He... Um, he was born. Uh, he was the son of an Irish mother and a Nigerian father, who he never, who he never knew. And uh, his mother, the thought of having a an illegitimate child, effectively, yeah, yeah, um, and and especially a mixed race, par- a mixed race, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a horrible thing to to, to say, but. You know, especially back in those days, yeah, he had a tough start because he was put up for a doctor. Very much so. Well, she so much so she went over to um, 
to London to see if she could find work there and he was born in London actually yeah um, but uh, she moved back to, to Ireland soon after and he was put straight into foster care he was only weeks old yeah mm. um, and was there for, stayed in the first 16 years or something like that of his life was he was in, in foster care um, in, in a series of um, orphanages in, in Dublin it was weird because his, 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 um, his sister I think he used to visit him with his, or rather his half sister used to visit him with his mother. Right. Yeah. Um, and he'd like just tell her, and then, and then they'd just go away. Yeah, they know. The they know. Did he know who they were? He, yeah, yeah. 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 He, but but like back like back then, and because he was so young, he, he didn't really understand that no. this was a weird situation. Okay, and the That's way right. later in his life, he did actually form some sort of relationship with his grandfather, which was kind of like the the whole reason why he was put up for adoption because yeah. he, he he wasn't necessarily the most uh, tolerant of us. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Okay. I, I think McGrath actually said about that that he understood his mother's decision having met his grandfather. Yeah, okay, obviously right. he yeah, wasn't yeah. sort of overjoyed about it, but no. he, he, I think he sort of got his head around it in the end I, mean, I must say that, that we're saying all this because of what happened in the man's life you know this yeah. is kind of setting the foundation yeah of course I suppose um, you know he, he, he said things like you know the, the only toys if you can call them that they had in these orphanages were tyres from local garages mm, so you just right. roll them around and hit them with sticks and that was their entertainment it's, it's yeah. appalling isn't it you think yeah he said the, the biggest luxury they had on Christmas morning was an egg with their toast I mean, it's just... It, it was a very different world. Oh, completely you know, different world. Very much so, yeah. It's a good job we found a football at some stage. Well, that's right. I mean, and, and also, of course, he was, you know, racially abused and, and all the rest of it. So, uh, he had an awful start to life. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Um... But you're right, Luke, he did get into football and he was playing for just some, some local sides and he caught the eye of a, a Manchester United scout. He was playing for St. Patrick's Athletic, wasn't he? He did, well, he was caught, uh, he was seen by a Manchester United scout, Billy Bayon, and Bayon decided that uh, McGrath, um, instead of going straight from where he was into Manchester United, which would have been a hell of a step, mm. he said that he should be taken to an Irish league side to show what he could do amongst some professionals, you know. Mm. So he did sign for... Um, St. Patrick's uh, Athletic, as you say, um, Luke. After he was turned down from many Irish clubs because of his unprofessionalism. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Right. that's right, yeah, yeah. Um, he only played for one season in Ireland and he won the uh, the PFAI Irish uh, Player of the Season. God, he must be young as well. Yeah, he was, yeah. So uh, a, a year later on, uh, after playing uh, for them, he signed for Manchester United under Ron Atkinson. Mm. Um, and at Manchester United, his uh, his only honour was the 1985 FA Cup, where United beat Everton one 0 and he was man of the match in that game. Um, and you know, so even before Eric Cantona went there, the fans used to sing "Ooh Ah Paul McGrath." Yeah, because yeah. obviously that often people think "Ooh Ah Cantona." Yeah, yeah, "Ooh Ah Paul McGrath." Uh, it was at United when um, he started drinking heavily, um, and of course, sadly, uh, became an alcoholic. Um, it started really when he, he would be injured for long periods of time, and him and Norman Whiteside w would be out. He said, and after being in the treatment room they had long days of doing nothing and they thought well, well let's go for a couple and a couple yeah. became a few mm. more and, well, and obviously the support within the club structure wasn't uh, as good as it is now so exactly he, they probably just let it get to their own devices for a vast majority of time well he said, that, he said it was a different era you know um, he said that uh, as he put it there was an unofficial league table of drinkers you know <laughs> kind of thing and he said that sometimes they would meet up with um, some lads from Everton and Liverpool and Nottingham Forest and you'd have a good old drink with them yeah. you know and, and Ron Atkinson never used to care 
care what no. you used to do in between games. He said, as long as you're good for match day, do what you want, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I think that was a prevailing attitude at the time, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't probably still is. That's, uh, that's right. Lower yeah. leagues and stuff like that. Uh, maybe. They're, they're very true. Um, and it wasn't until Alex Ferguson came in to Manchester United where all that kind of uh, changed. Ferguson was just, I'm not having this. He sold him, didn't he? Pretty much well, eventually. I mean, he uh, he did play. Uh, he had, you know, he was at United for a good few years, you know, but unfortunately he did have a lot of knee injuries, as we said. And eventually. Uh, Alex Ferguson just had enough of him, really. With and, and he, Ferguson was trying to get rid of the drinking culture at the club, and he, they actually offered McGrath a hundred grand uh, one-off payment to retire. That's right, I heard mm. it, but he, he refused to, didn't he? He did, he did yeah. indeed, and he eventually was forced out. And uh, Graham Taylor um, signed him up for Aston Villa for four hundred thousand in nineteen eighty nine. That I, is an incredible affront to the man, to yeah. any man. Yeah, yeah. but I, th- I think I think very much it was kind of. I mean, presumably, you'd have to pay his wages off anyway, so that would probably be cheaper. I mean. I'd, I guess you'd but the, the thing is with, with Ferguson it's not like he didn't rate him as a player he, mm. it was just that drinking that he had a problem with he saw, I remember um, reading that he, he once said of, of McGrath what sort of player McGrath could, could have been and that was kind of in, in the sort of past tense weirdly yeah. it like he'd already made the decision that he That's was going right. to be a bit of a mess up yeah I, th- I think that um, if you look at I mean I know you'll come on to this probably but some of the performances that McGrath put in Mm. Absolutely unbelievable performances anyway, let alone the problems Sometimes under the effects still. You, as well, yeah, you know, when it's, it's oh, quite course, rare, yeah. and you, you see this a lot in sort of um, any sort of knockout competition, especially sort of towards the end of it, where you're excited by a defender's performance. Yeah. And you really rarely yeah. get that. But when someone's just absolutely solid, you know, mm. and it's actually quite a, an incredible thing to watch. And McGraw was one of those players That's that would right. regularly put those performances in. But he won PFA Player of the Year. Defend, he did, defenders yeah. never win it. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I mean, well, he went. Never win it. Absolutely, I mean, he went to to Aston Villa, and he really liked playing for Graham Taylor. He said he was excellent with him. Mm. Um, he said he was really sorry for um, to see Graham Taylor leave for England. Of course. He, he signed for Villa what, like, like late eighties, yeah, eighty nine, yeah, okay, yeah, um, under Taylor. And then, of course, Ron Atkinson took over um, after again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> joined up again with Big Ron, um, but he became a cult hero at Villa. In fact, a lot of people think he's one of the greatest players ever to play for. Well, he is, really. Yeah, Let's be would, honest. He would definitely be up there from what I can remember. He was Villa Player of the Year for four successive seasons. One of those seasons when they won the League Cup. Mm. This was, I mean, we talk about his off-the-field problems. You know, he's he's their, their man of the season for four successive seasons. Mm. This is while the, all the drinking and even suicide attempts and stuff is yeah. going on. I mean, it's Why just, injuries mean he can train and stuff? As it's well. just unbelievable. There was, there was bits where he'd, he'd, covered, he'd cover his arm like, that's right. with like a sweatband yep. where, he'd, where he'd made attempts on his own life. That's that, right. That's, that is messed up. And, yeah. and, and more than that, the, dr- the drinking could not have helped the, no. uh, the injuries. Like the no. recovery time no. for the injuries. That's right. Of course not. Well, and something that, that uh, you mentioned earlier that he'd sometimes be pissed. He turn yeah. up with with alcohol still on his breath. Well, this is before the this is this is for pre- for pre- the Premier League games. A lot of people sort of talk about this as if it was quite a regular thing, though, which I don't think is the case. No, I think I think it, I didn't think it happened as, as many as he put it. It was it was only a handful of times. Well, maybe a couple of handfuls. He said. All right. um, but this is before Sporting Chance Clinic and that sort of. Oh, thing, well, absolutely, yeah. This is well, when Tony Adams is still knocking him back. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said that. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's not proud of that at all, and he said that uh, he said he would sometimes hold his breath, you know, because he didn't want the forwards to realise. But um, imagine that. Playing a game drunk and holding your breath and still absolutely bossing yeah. it. Well, th- this is it. He would often win man of the match. Yeah. 
under while all this is going well, some on. Some people could people could if you wanted to be cynical about it. Some people could say, "Oh yeah, well the Premier League wasn't as strong as it as it is now." Oh, even so, he, he, he did it international level as to well. To be honest, yeah. well, I think it's a bit of an irrelevant comment. He did it international you know, level as well. well. We, we don't no. know that he was drunk uh, in any particular games, do we? But even so, yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, he did defy demons and injuries, and, and as you say, Luke, he did win PFA um, Player of the Year in 1993. Villa also finished runners up in the league twice when he was there. Hmm. Um, and he won uh, two League Cup winners' medals uh, when he was at um, Aston Villa. Didn't they beat United in both games for that? Yeah, they did. And uh, in one of the finals, he said that he hadn't seen or spoken to Ferguson uh, for five years since he left Old Trafford. And of course, he'd harboured a little bit of anger for him because mm. he saw him as him chucking him out of the club. Although he did say, you know, fair enough, he did make the right decision yeah. um, kind of thing to Ferguson. But uh, Ferguson made a point of coming over to him on the pitch after the, the whistle had gone and said, you had a brilliant game, son. And he said that meant a lot to him, you know, and he you know, he, he came to like Ferguson. Quite I mean, a lot. You, don't, you don't know the situation, but I mean, uh, to me, I think I know the culture's changed now. But if you're the manager of a club and you're one of your players has got a personal problem, it's re- pretty much your responsibility to help them. Mm. And I don't know. I, I can't cast aspersions because I don't know if Ferguson did indeed do that. But I don't. I don't like to think that Ferguson just said, "Where well, you go? If some money, see yeah. you later." I might no, but I don't. It's, th- I don't it's, it's difficult. I, th- I think what kind of set him on on his on his road was just a genuine and uh, concerted sort of feeling of uh, of. Inferior, inferiority yeah, 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 his yeah. start that's sort of, and, and to be honest it's the sort of thing that plagues uh, people with jobs that aren't necessarily 9 to 5 jobs if I'm completely honest there's just mm. a lot of free time there's not a lot yeah. to do and it's just, it's just annoying that nobody was able to just put his arm around him and, right. and, and kind of sort him out a little bit yeah. but, but and, you know we mentioned it at the start with all the orphanages and all that he never had that you know mm. he never had an arm around the shoulder he never had anybody encouraging him mm. and, and affirming him and uh, I suppose no safety f- net but, and he yeah, felt like an out Terrifying prospect, and if you screw up, it's interesting to note just before that uh, 1994 League Cup final that he had uh, a number of painkilling injections just before the game because he had chronic neck pain and he didn't sleep all night before the game. And he was even as they were in the tunnel, he, uh, just about to go on the pitch, he was still wondering whether or not he'd be okay to to play in the game. What he didn't say anything to the manager? Well, no, he had the painkilling injections, but he was still sort of thinking, "Oh, blimey, should I be playing?" You know. Because of all this sort of stuff going on, and didn't he say his head was numb? Yeah, That's pretty much. Yeah, because of all the, yeah, blimey, absolutely incredible. Um, but uh, talking about him on the pitch is yeah. where we all remember him. Uh, when uh, Gareth Southgate signed for Aston Villa, from he made a step up from Crystal Palace. Palace yeah. He was asked, you know, after making this uh, step up, how do you? You know, cope with the prospect of facing Alan Shearer and some of the best forwards in the world mm. in this, this top division. Southgate said, "Well, it's easy. I'd look at across the dressing room and see Paul McGrath. In there. <laughs> you know, he's he, he's going to be playing alongside me. Yeah. Um, Make it a lot easier. That's how good he was. You I know. reckon I could probably even play with Paul McGrath. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Let him sit and run." And mark, tackle, and, and bring the ball play. out, and tackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You just, you just basically, it's like you've won a competition. I'll do a you bit like stand on the Paul Ince and that after his career, just shout around a lot, <laughs> <laughs> just direct people. <laughs> um, after Aston Villa, he joined Derby County and helped them finish quite admirably twelfth uh, in the Premier yeah. League in their first season there. And he managed to, he went back to Old Trafford with Derby, and Derby won three two. <laughs> Get <laughs> well, on that. That's right. And uh, Ferguson again, to his credit. Uh, described uh, McGrath's display as absolutely brilliant and he was man of the match which was a, a wonderful sort of 
you know testament to him really yeah, yeah. absolutely he had uh, brief spells with Sheffield United uh, before he uh, retired in 1998 and it's real testament to his fitness that uh, despite all the stuff that went off the field and all the injuries you know he still played at the highest level until uh, he retired in 98 how old was he? he'd been 39 wow he was 39 then he was born in 59 yeah he was 38, 39 yeah. that's outrageous that's he didn't incredible. even train his knees were shot well that's right I mean Ledley King said he's a real inspiration to it <laughs> yeah. because yeah. But Ledley he King's only about 28 yeah but no but McGrath <laughs> was, wasn't often training in between matches no. because of his knees which well, of course it, is Ledley King's in fairness there weren't as many games then either True. Mind you, Spurs aren't really competing in Europe this season, so it's similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have to mention his uh, c- uh, Irish career. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, he made a lot of caps. In 1985, he won his uh, first cap. 85. Which was the first of 83. And yeah. of course, he was a huge player in Jack Charlton's Ireland. Yeah, Who went to yeah. Euro 88 and World Cup 90. Beat England. In Euro, Euro 88, that was a huge upset, yeah. yeah. And they, they got to the quarterfinals in 1990 and the second round in 94. And Luke, you will want to talk about his performance against Italy in the 1990s. It's the best defensive display I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing more <laughs> me, I can say. There's nothing more I can say. I can't offer any more adulation than that. That bit where it, like in three separate instances, like in one yeah. sort of yeah. it- Italy move, where it, like Baggio and everyone were just hammering the goal, he was just everywhere. He made one tackle where he was on his hands and knees, and he got up, made a block, yeah. then got up again, and headed the ball away. Yeah. No, he didn't head it, head it away. He blocked it with the only part of his body that was available, which was his face. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, that's probably just, more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, somebody flicked it up for Baggio to hit it on the volley, mm. and he just nipped it off his toes. It was just. It was a grotesque <laughs> image of just, uh, how, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? Have another go. Have yeah. another go. Have yeah. another to go. paraphrase a famous sporting quote, uh, two thirds of the world is covered by water, the other third is covered by Paul McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to sum up that. He was be. the oldest man on the pitch in that game against Italy. He's also the best man on the pitch. That's right. Mm. Um, Honestly, uh, it's worth getting, a, if we can get some sort of highlight clip again. I haven't seen yeah. it for ages, but I, I remember it pretty vividly. Absolutely incredible. In fact, that's one of the most things I remember from mm. life, likely. He's now in his 50s. Mm. But he's still pretty trim, and he, he apparently turns out for the old charity match and demands to play up front. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his autobiography, Back from the Brink, is yeah. definitely my uh, book of the Good week. week yeah. <laughs> um, it's an absolutely harrowing account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, oh, it's hard going, but. Uh, it goes into all sorts of things that it'd be sort of churlish to go into on, on this show, but it's worth reading. That's right. And as uh, the Daily Telegraph put it, um, Paul McGrath played football as though he was wearing a silk smoking jacket with a crystal glass in hand. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Which was superb. Uh, the great man said, I'm like everyone. I love it when people appreciate what I do I sometimes think that I wasn't everything I made out to be but then I read this and that and think yeah I wasn't a bad player I might even been a good player he was a magnificent player yeah, well, and he's yeah. in the Dean Windows Hall of Fame welcome, welcome. welcome. Right, come on in Very pleased about that. <laughs> my lords ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the show I hope you've had a lovely time if you'd like to get in touch with us the email address is podcast at the com, and the website is thefootballramble.com Betway predictions gentlemen City and the Manchester Derby for me good Pete uh, Bilbao uh, had a very strong showing at the weekend so I thought I would go for them to beat Zaragoza at the weekend ok James I think Real Madrid will beat Valencia and uh, sort mm. of get over beating, being beaten by Barcelona and David Villar go yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I've gone for Burnley to win away at Sunderland. Mm, big shout, that! Big. I don't think that's going to happen. Sunderland have got nothing to play for, have they? 
Well, they might get relegated. No, they won't. They'll be fine. No, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine, Ray. They'll be fine. They are. Geeks. Any more notices or anything? No. Buy a t-shirt. We'll do four four uh, yeah, ramble extra. Yeah. Um, that just about wraps it up. Oh, let me tell you about Ramble Extra, which is available uh, to stream from the uh, 442.com website. Which every is, Friday lunchtime. Which is every Friday lunchtime around then, yeah. We're on the homepage. So, so you should be able to find it. Yeah, and it's different material. Yeah. What we do extra. Hence yeah. the name. It's extra. leather. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, that leaves me to say... Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Uh, goodbye. Say goodbye, Lukey. Uh, goodbye. Uh, we're all off to return for the Wembley pitch. Cheers. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.